0: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Guys! In a row? Welcome to Nine Guys Dynasty Football, where we talk about the dynasty value of nine guys in a row. I'm Jamie G., master of the flip. And I'm here with Magnum Mills to do nine guys, three to hold, three to sell.
1: And three, two, bye. Oh, I love you. Just The way you say bye, you just get so excited like a kid on Christmas. And you should feel like a kid on Christmas because this is Nine Guys Dynasty. Don't cost you nothing. You're going to learn a couple of things. We're presented by Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. You can find us wherever you get your pods, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the good ones just by searching for Seize the Gap. You can find us on social media at Seize the Gap FF. And you can find our YouTube channel at JoeBlowFootballShow.com you enjoy what you hear, what you see, if you could, please do the like, follow, subscribe thing. Helps us out a lot. Helps people find the show, and we really appreciate it.
0: Yes, we do. And Mills, I know you won't point it out, but you pounded the table last week for selling Rashad Penny and buying Kenneth Walker III. And I'm just saying, bro.
1: I'm just saying. And I'm saying I am so smart, dude. I am so smart. SMRT. I mean, S-M-A-R-T. You gave me a compliment, and so I have to give you a compliment. So I guess I'll acknowledge that you strongly endorsed buying Gabe Davis with one of your patented, I want to buy shit, my money in draft picks, and burning a hole in my pocket. Yes, I did. And I
0: still am. But the price, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, how do you say? Uh, it's gone up? She's gone bit. up uh, it's gone up. but uh, Chris oh, Prince, he's he's a Mario. Mario. I'm going to win. <laughs> oh! What are they doing here?
1: They're selling, Mortimer. All oh, right, here, our first guy to sell is someone I've probably recommended selling before, but here we are again with Uncle Lenny. That's Leonard Fournette running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He turns 28 in January. He has one more year left after this on his contracts, but the Bucks move on to on from him next year with a dead cap charge of only $1.5 So if they want to move on, they absolutely can. He's coming off a game where he had 14 carries for 56 yards and one touchdown, as well as 10 receptions for 83 yards and another touchdown. We see that rookie Rashad White continues to be involved, and he's far more likely to be the future of the running back position for the Bucs than Uncle Lenny. And look at Rashad Penny, man. Uncle Lenny's at that age. He has one more injury, and he's basically done. I mean, he might have like a tiny modicum of value depending on where he lands next year. But unless like Brady comes back to the bus and they literally get the bang get back together again, again, I just don't know what's going to happen. So this is probably literally as good as it gets, especially because he hasn't looked good when he's actually running the ball. He's pretty much surviving on getting these dump off catches and touchdowns. That's great, but it will not last forever. And that's not a real sustainable path to being, you know, a running back one or even a high end running back two. I mean, realistically here, there's so few running backs right now. I would want a late first for him, but you're probably not going to get it unless you have the absolute perfect storm of a high-end contender who just lost running backs and, like, you know, he knows it's going to be a late first, like very, very end. You might get that, but otherwise that's probably it. You're probably looking at a package where you get, hopefully, maybe an early second-round pick and a young running back, young wide receiver, something like that. But, again, I think the time is now coming off the big game. The Bucks overall, I'm just worried about him anyway. So I think if you can check out now, check out on Uncle Lenny.
0: Let's stay on brand here and offer up another running back to sell. And this one probably seems pretty obvious to most, but Melvin Gordon of the Denver Broncos, okay? He's on a one-year deal. He's turning 30 next April, which is, I mean, that's like twilight years for a running back. I mean, that's like the golden. That's like retirement, dude. That's so old. You're basically Viserys episode seven. House of the Dragon. Am I right? He couldn't drum up any interest as as a free agent this offseason. There's no guarantee he's going to have any value at all next season. And to be honest, he hasn't even looked that great this season. He struggled with some fumble issues. He's going to lose passing game work to Mike Boone. Latavius Murray is now kind of creeping around in the background. If you're a contender who's like paper thin at running back, I get wanting to hold on to him. But this is easily it could easily be the most he's ever going to be worth going forward so if you could sell him right now for a second round pick I think I would just do it smile and
1: you know just like Nike baby just do it he gives a full-on Nike to Melvin Gordon whilst wearing the Nike shirt I like what you did there you you know I wish I could say that we planned that we absolutely did not Uh, let's give the the Nike to another guy here He's a full-on sell for me. One more running back, and that's Bears running back David Montgomery. Turns 26 next June, will be an unrestricted free agent next offseason. He returned from injury, had 12 carries for 20 yards and a touchdown, as well as four receptions, 462 yards. Look, man, he's not returning to Chicago next season. And I'm not sure who's going to be buying David Montgomery. He just doesn't do any one thing particularly well. He's not young. He has no special teams value. I think your best-case scenario is that he gets maybe a Chase Edmonds type of deal. In other words, the longer you hold him, you're just going to watch his value decline quickly. I think Khalil Herbert's actually a better running back right now. If nothing else, he's at least a better fit for what the Bears want to do on offense. And I mean, this is a get-it-while-you-can thing, man. I'm serious. Like David Montgomery could have next to no value by the time next June rolls around. This could get ugly. And I know you're going to, based on his previous you know rookie draft capital everything you're probably going to want to see if you can get a first for him you won't be able to best case scenario is probably like two random seconds maybe a second in a younger player or something like that unfortunately i think that's the absolute best you can do for david montgomery at this point point. and again with herbert behind him having just had that injury he gets nicked up again and his value is going to get cut in half so i think you got to get while the getting's good here and you know mills i don't even have an excuse i just want to sing so baby
0: hold on to me. <laughs> Whatever will be will be. Baby hold on to me. Whatever will be
1: will be. The future is ours to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess hold on to your Eddie Money cassettes and 8 tracks they could be worth something someday. CDs though we could probably toss them in the trash. Uh, let's start out top of the charts here, like Eddie Money with Christian McCaffrey running back for the Carolina Panthers, turns 27 next June. He's under contract to Carolina through 2025. If they wanted to move on from him before next season, they'd incur a dead cap charge of a little over eight point eighteen point three million. So realistically, they're going to have to be motivated to move on from him, and that would be via trade, which is possible. There are some rumors out there. I don't know that they'll necessarily come to fruition but they certainly could impact his fantasy value. But, I mean, how many worse spots could he land in, right? Uh, he managed uh, 54 yards on 14 carries and a touchdown on Sunday. Also chipped in seven receptions for 50 yards. Nice to see him involved in the passing game. You have to hold here, A, because his value is still at about its lowest point, point. and B, almost everything that happens going forward should be positive, whether it's a trade or the new coaching staff. I don't know how it could get worse. There is a chance that maybe they're going to come in here. Like Steve Works, Steve Walks, excuse me, he's motivated to win the job. So he goes back to like all right, let's give Kishan McCaffrey like 40 touches thing. Because why not? What else do the Panthers really have? I I mean, yes, they have DJ Moore. I love you very much, DJ Moore, but they're a team that's in turmoil right now. And my guess is you're gonna get a couple of people trying to vulture on McCaffrey, see if they can snap him off you for just kind of a random first-round pick or something like that. And I wouldn't do that. This is still a player who could be the RB1 in fantasy for another season or two if it breaks right. And his skill set should age well. So I am holding on to Christian McCaffrey, at least for this next little bit here. You know, if your team's kind of in the toilet as the trade deadline approaches, we can reconsider this. But for now, baby, hold on to him. And I guess I'm doing a Denver
0: Broncos thing here because my next hold is Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy. He turns 24 years old next April. He's got one year and one team option left on that rookie contract. And much like Cheech and Chong's, things are tough all over right now for Denver. If you really think that Russell Wilson is washed, you could argue for selling all of your Broncos right now. And, you know, while there's still an opportunity to do so, while I'm down to sell Melvin Gordon, I think I'm holding on. To Jerry Judy here and even though he hasn't put it all together yet the talent is just like obvious. You put on the tape it pops off the injuries certainly haven't helped but his career reminds me a little bit of Mike Williams from the Chargers so far he was another like hyped up first round receiver took a few years to finally realize his potential I don't think anybody will give you a first round pick for for Jerry Judy right now even if you wanted to sell him so hold on Hope that the Broncos either figure this thing out or make wholesale changes in the offseason
1: again. Next up here, our final hold. I'm going to hold on to a running back, maybe against the grain a little bit here, but that's Joe Mixon, turns 27 next July. He has one year left and then a club option left on his deal. If the Bengals wanted to move on from him after the season, they'd have a dead cap hit of $5.5 He managed 78 yards on 14 carries with three receptions, for 10 yards in week five. And the volume is there. He's getting as good a volume as any running back in the NFL. Yeah, we'd like to see more in the passing game, but he's really not getting it done on the ground. He's averaging 3.1 yards per carry. He's found the end zone once. And look, dude, we've all been frustrated. And and Mixon is definitely a year-to-year proposition at this point, given his age, given the contract that Joe Burrow is going to get, then that Jamar Chase is going to get, and T. Higgins. Yeah, the Bengals aren't going to have running back money, but I think it is probable that he sticks out you know, to finish this deal. So two more years with the Bengals. So I think there is runway here. I think you want to hold on now. Hopefully he finds the end zone. You know, He has that game. He gets 100 yards, two touchdowns. Everyone's a bit more excited. Then if you want to sell, go ahead and sell. But right now, I think you'd still be selling at a lower point than you should be if you're going to move on from one of the few workhorse running backs that's left in fantasy football. All this selling and holding, I
0: mean, Jesus, when do we get to buy something, right? I mean, we're doing the less less need thing here, aren't we?
1: I'll believe it when I see you wearing the fuck them pick shirt, although pretty solid shirt. And my guess is if, like, say your Buffalo Bills traded for one Christian McCaffrey and you won the Super Bowl, You would probably rock a Billy Bean shirt that said uh, F them picks. Let's go back to a guy that I talked about a little bit earlier. That's Rashad White, the rookie running back for the Tampa Bay Bucs. A little bit old for his age. He turns 24 in January despite being a rookie. Three years left on that rookie deal. I like that he's already settled in as a clear-cut RB2 in Tampa, even if Gio Bernard comes off the pup or off IR or whatever. Not particularly worried about that. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn is strictly a special teams guy. White looks to be the future of the running back position for the Bucks, And that could come sooner than later if anything happens to Uncle Lenny. And again, aging running back, he's got some miles on him at this point. It's not insane that that could happen. That would give him both immediate value right now as the guy catching passes from Tom Brady and future value as the, you know, ideally the running back of the future for the Bucs. And this is a situation where. Things are a little bit murky for the Buccaneers after this season because of the whole, what is Tom Brady thing going to do? And let's be honest here, even if he plays another year, he's probably not playing for the Bucs would be my guess. So I think that probably gives some owners pause about investing in any part of the future with the Bucs. So if Rashad White's on a contending team, they don't own Leonard Fournette, I think that's a good spot you could go try to not necessarily vulture in, but just be like, look, you don't need this guy who knows what's going to happen next year. You know, I think you could probably at least have an, a fair conversation around a 2023 second round pick, especially if it's kind of the middle of the round. If it's a late second, you'd probably have to throw something on. If it's an early, I think that guy would probably smash. Except I'd probably try to lead with something else, like throwing an older running back or wide receiver and a third round pick or something. See if you can build up from there. But Rashad White is definitely one of those few guys at the running back position that I'm willing to go give up some of those harder in 2023 picks for if I need to.
0: Since I'm not allowed to buy Buffalo Bills players every single week, I'm at least going to buy a running back here, okay? I want to buy Green Bay Packers running back A.J. Dillon. Now hear me out. He turns 25 next May, and he's got one year left on his rookie contract. You'd think he'd be easy to buy, right? (laughs) Well, Packers offense looks kind of bad. Aaron Jones probably isn't going anywhere. I mean, he's Jonesy, right? I mean, the guy's locked in. Aaron Rodgers could be gone as soon as next year. Not to mention the fact that Dylan doesn't profile as being a great receiving threat. Yet, if you try to buy him, his owners consistently want the sun, moon, and every single star in the galaxy for him. Now, what gives? In their loss to London, Dylan had six carries for 34 yards and did not find the end zone. Nor was he targeted in the passing game. He hasn't cracked double-digit fantasy points in PPR leagues since week one. I'm just saying, if you can't buy him now, I don't know that you'll ever be able to buy him. So at least shoot your shot here. See what happens. And, you know, there's just way too many parallels to Derrick Henry's career for us to ignore here. He might not be the heir to the Iron Throne, but perhaps he's the
1: heir to King Henry's crown my lord you talked about walking watching the film and he's just one of those guys if you watch him yeah dude he's got the goods and he's a way better receiver than a man of his size should be if anything happened to aaron jones he would be just an instant smash probably high-end rb1 again the future's a little muddled which gives you that potential buying window but he's another one of those guys man if something happens to aaron jones even if it's a two to four week injury or he has a monster three touchdown 150 yard game you're not going to be able to buy him trust me like it's like cultish the way his owners are and i'm saying that yeah. as someone in the aj Dillon cult who every time someone makes me an offer i'm like how dare you ask for my aj Dillon? but you know i can always want more so i want more let's finish out here with a real guy, who's a, he's a finisher tight end. You need that on your roster. You need a finisher tight end. That's Pat Frymuth of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He turns 24 on October 25th. Shout out, Mooth. Happy birthday. Uh, two years left on his rookie deal. Not so great, Bob. He suffered the third concussion of his NFL career against the Bills. I hate to say it, but that creates a bit of a buying window here. He's not going to probably play for a week or two. The Steelers' offense in general, I mean, the Steelers in general look to be in disarray. On offense, you have to worry about the rookie quarterback. There's all those mouths to feed. Will they be able to pull it off? Is this even what happens next year? What if Pickett's not the guy? You know, you, there's been so much stability on the Steelers for a long time. I think people have taken it for granted. In as high as they were on Muth a couple of weeks ago, you know, the price is definitely coming down from where it was. So I think you need to be buying the dip here. I'm not really worried about Kenny Pickett, despite the numbers not really being there. I think he's looked all right. I, I like the weapons. I think that's almost more of a, you know, a selling point than a negative against fire You want guys on those high scoring offenses and you need, you know, multiple weapons to make that happen. I think the Steelers have it. If I'm in a tight end premium league, I really don't have a problem kicking any late first round pick for him. Um, if you're not in tight end premium, I would probably deal, you know, an early to mid second, maybe even throw in another tight end on top of that. Something like David and Joku for a second and fire and in a fourth or something like that might get you home. So Again, it's going to be a little bit sketchy buying a dude who's in the concussion protocol right now. You might not know when you're going to get to have him. But again, that sketchiness and uncertainty is the whole reason that the buying window exists in the first place. And if you don't go through the window when it's open, you're going to do the wrong form of the Birdman and just fly right into that closed window. The Birdman can fly in any weather, but not through closed windows. Nope, that is a pane of glass. Thanks for checking
0: out Nine Guys, presented by Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. We definitely appreciate you listening and or watching. Please remember to like and subscribe. Do it right now. Go ahead. Right to the second. You did it? Cool. You didn't? Fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. But only takes a few seconds. Helps other people find our show. Are we selling somebody we should be buying? Are you also a big fan of any money? Let us know in the comments or the YouTube video below. Hit us up on social meds. At SeizeTheGapFF. That's seize the gap ff. Mills, well... He's going to
1: tell all you dynasty champions out there in the world where you can find all of our awesome content. I mean, on the same field, the champions play on. uh, Thanks again for checking us out. Like the man said, find us on social media at seize the gap. You can find the podcast by searching for seize the gap, wherever you get your pods, you can find our YouTube channel at Joe blow football show.com. We got a lot of stuff we do over there. We also do regular season long fantasy, some DFS stuff, some football coverage, some comedy. We talk about some shows, including House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones spinoff. It's really kind of hitting its stride here as it gets towards the end of the first season. You can check that out by searching for Drunk on Dragons wherever you get your pods, on social media, at Drunk on Dragons, or again, on our YouTube channel at Joe JoeBlowFootballShow.com. This has been Nine Guys Dynasty Football, presented by Cease the Gaff
0: Fantasy Football. Thanks again for listening and or watching. We'll be back next week to do nine more guys in a row.